The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management. Und was der Fichtel uns jetzt gleich sagen wird, das werden wir uns anhören mit von der Party die Woodies. Regrettably interrupt fishing with guns with this special news bulletin. Right. Oompa, loompa, doompa, daddy. If you are wise, you'll listen to Kevin Gassman. A giant hairy creature, part ape, part man. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for, your pregame announcer, your pop singing sensation, Gassman. Gassman. One of the carbon blobs from Sector 7G. Some people have said that you're retarded, not me. It gets me every time, I'm telling you. A reverend on TV said that, by the way, just so you know where I got that audio from. It is very true and very honest and very real. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the program. Three minutes past three o'clock on the Saturday afternoon <clears throat> Pacific time as you are now going global with Gas Man on the VoiceAmerica.com Variety Channel. My name is Kevin Gasman, hanging out with you for the next two hours. The first one is pretty much just all fun and games and whatever else we want to get off our chest. And then the second hour, we get into some... Aliens. With gas. Man. And that's Heidi Gad and our special guest, comedian Prescott Wilson. Howdy. I always feel like if I say Prescott, I mean, like, because, like, in the Blazing Saddles movie, wasn't it like, I feel like that's like Prescott or. Super Regal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I need to yell it out. So, yeah, you're going to be hanging with us. I'm really excited about today because we have a, a real rock and roll star going to be joining us for the extraterrestrial yeah. rock show. Greg Kin, the Greg Kin band, will be calling in. And if you know the song Jeopardy or the breakup song, and I mean, just, I mean, like. my head all day. Has it really? Yeah. Nice. Well, I, it's, we're going to have a chat with him. Apparently, he's really into some aliens. And Sweet. yeah, he's been a morning DJ in San Jose for a long time. He's got a new album coming out, or I think it's already out, actually. And we're going to chat with them next hour. So. Cool. Yeah, so we'll get into that and a bunch of other uh, cool stuff happening in the world of the aliens and UFOs. But that's next hour. And this one, well, we get to talk about Sheriff Joe. Oh, <laughs> dude. <laughs> if only I could, like, push out all the gifts I've been, like, finding to post in comments. Oh, all the gifts? Yeah. Oh, man, I'm telling you, this guy, I mean... Uh, I'm going to say this guy, I mean, Trump. <laughs> what, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think obviously the, the attention it's getting is is a lot. And apparently, you know, this isn't going to go away because the hurricane's in town. You know, so I think a lot of people are going to keep this going once the weather clears up in Texas to keep bringing this up because of, I guess, what it would be is what? His disregard for the, for, for the law, basically, isn't it? I mean, it's not the fact that he was racially profiling. He was told to stop t- yeah. doing that, and he continued to do so. That's, that's it. It's not the, the ruling on racial profiling. It's the fact that you, you didn't stop racial profiling. <laughs> right. I think I do what I want. Right. Right. But you know what? To be pardoned, you have to be guilty. Right. 
which means that he's going to open up himself to civil suits, from, mm-hmm. from what I understand. And the, is there a way to get out of that? I mean, if he's already guilty as a pardon, I mean, why else would you need a pardon unless you need unless you're guilty? Unless all the judges that hear it are, you know, Trump lovers. Right, which I see people saying, well, he was framed by an Obama judge and this and that. And, <laughs> and they sure like to bring up Obama, man. I'll tell you that yeah. much, a lot. And they always say, well, Obama divided us, Obama divided us. All right, well, wonderful. If you divided us, why now are you all rioting in the street? Or why are you all now, you know, standing up for your white rights? You know, right. it's like, right. it doesn't make any sense. Why wouldn't you do it during the eight years he was president? Exactly. Because life wasn't that bad. Nothing changed. Right. Nothing did change. You can get away with it now. Except your role, your health insurance did change. That, to be honest with you, I'm not really a big fan of the health bill. But, right. you know, when your prices go up and it's mandatory, that's bullshit. Yep. You know, just, not just the way I feel about that in general. I'm thinking they could do better with that. You know, the single-payer system, I think, would be the best way to go. But that's me, and I'm not the president, and I'm not, you know head of the House and the Senate or anything like that. But those guys are guilty just as much if they're just sitting there idly, idle by while this president, you know, <laughs> let's go racist, a, compl- a clear racist. I mean, here in Phoenix, Arizona, where we're from, you know, the reason why he didn't do it on Tuesday, of course, with the people outside, that would have been a real uproar, wouldn't oh, it? Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, and he he even said he was like you know it would spark too much contra it would spark too much com- controversy right right but you he know? says he'll be okay he'll yeah. be okay right. <laughs> beautiful beautiful be- <laughs> 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 it's, it's, it's a cluster man well I mean yeah right I mean again I don't think this is gonna get let go I've been looking online and seeing a bunch of stories and you know a lot of people in the you know, in the house and center are, are recognizing this. They're seeing this, and people are, are commenting back saying this was a, an egregious break of the law of, yeah. by a president. Who? Oops! Someone's calling me. Is it your mom? No, no it's not my mom. <laughs> oh. But I'll have to call him back when we go to commercial break. <laughs> it's always funny. It's funny when Kevin's mom calls. She's uh, a riot. <laughs> <laughs> well, so yeah. So anyway, I mean, that's kind of a. Uh, you know, we're kind of in a weird situation right now with, yeah. with uh, well, just showing that he can, he thinks he wants. can just do what he wants. Yeah, right. that's what I was going to say too. Well, I did say <laughs> <laughs> at the same time as you. Right. <laughs> and so here we are. I mean, the thing is, I've seen people set up the, the, set it up for him to, you know, pardon all his cohorts. Right. Who are now under investigation. I mean, what if we start seeing that? What would start happening? I mean, honestly. I mean, I mean, and as the Republican House and Senate to sit there, watch this guy do this and not step in and say, yo, what are you doing, dude? You well, know? and if he's always just like doing what he wants, why can't we do what we want? Like, what kind of message is that sending? Right. And it's mm. supposed to be a leader. And, you know, he's just not. No, he's. Uh, he's I don't like him. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty apparent. But. <laughs> right. I think he said the crowd <laughs> in Phoenix on the Tuesday night rally was 15,000 when the place he was at only held around 5,000. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Scary I man. mean, well, the thing is, is, you know, people, you know, who support him, I obviously think no matter what is said against him is fake. Right. Which gives him carte blanche to do anything he wants with his supporters and his base. They just blindly go by whatever he says and says, well, it's fake news because everyone else is saying it. I'm like, really? Because, I mean, like. Distortion of facts, man. Right, like, right. And, you know, people aren't seeing that as an issue. You yeah. Know? And that's very scary. It is very scary. Because what's next? That's the scary part. Right. And the thing is, is how are we going to be able to, you know, save face after this is, you know, how is it going to get worse? Mueller's still investigating. They put out some uh, subpoenas this week. So that's still in the air. Um, who's the dude that uh, put it, something cone? 
Yeah, Cohen. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, f- I forgot his first name. He, but he like filed the paperwork for impeachment. A few people have already. Yeah, yeah that he's un- unfit for office. Yeah. Absolutely, some people yeah. have already. And so. all these people are resigning. Like I've never really paid too much attention uh, to like what's happening in like cabinet or like right. anything like that. Uh, but it just seems crazy to me how many people are just like, you know what? Screw this. I'm out. You know, like yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think that actually <laughs> like usually people happens. People are just walking away. Yeah. Like, we well, had another guy leave. Don't one of his deal with it. other cronies, uh, Gork, like Gork, or Gorka, that guy Gorka, Sebastian Gorka. Hmm. He Dude. was a, he was an advisor. He left. So you know, I mean, not to say mm-hmm. oh, look, that, that's a good thing that he left. Basically, right. <laughs> I mean, just keep that in mind here. But I'm just saying is like you know he's getting rid of the people that are toxic. He doesn't realize he's toxic. Right. <laughs> And it's, it's even funnier because, like, a lot of people are super excited about, you know, maybe he can get impeached. You know what I mean? Like, if he does get impeached, like, aren't we stuck with Pence? Yeah. We're just. Well, he's also going to be under investigation soon, uh, I'd imagine. He, uh, well, yeah. You would hope he is. But then, like, I what think kind the of, process What kind just, of black hole does that open up? Right. And the process just restarts and then it's just well, time. Well, if, if they can figure out, and it, it is, and it was a setup to get him in the, into the Oval Office and in, 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 illegal, in, in an illegal way, then I would imagine that everybody on that team, gone. I mean, that's the way it should right. be because everyone right. that's part of that would be illegally put in office. Right. And that would include the vice president. Yeah. And we probably would have to have it either, I don't, I don't know if you would put Paul Ryan in there or anything, or maybe have you another election, you know, an emergency election. Right. We can do these things. Yeah. I mean, we yeah. really can. We the people, man. Right. I feel, um, it's another thing on, on this before we move on, and, you know, with the Trump supporters and stuff like that and, you know, I, I feel like they just don't want to know the truth. You know, they, they don't want to think it's real that this guy is a maniac and he's a madman and what have you. They just want to accept that fact because it'll obviously ruin whatever they believe inside or, you know, that pride you have of, you know, voting for someone and they it's win. what it is. It's pride. Well, it's like sticking up for O.J. Simpson, isn't it? <laughs> kind of, sort of. I mean, O.J.'s innocent. Okay, sure. He's innocent. Chewbacca was a Wookiee. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, it's like, I feel like it's the same kind of, like, you know, loyalty. You know, when people were cheering on O.J., who clearly did it. It's yeah. disillusion. I mean, right. And they just want to accept this for being what it is. And, you know, like, I understand this where I was kind of wanting to go. It was the throwing in a person who is not a politician like Trump I think we all could appreciate someone like that. For sure, someone if it's the right person. If it's the right person. Yeah. And I think we're figuring that out right now. Is that Yes. But I think I, when we see people supporting him, they only look at it in that manner, in the manner of that he's not a politician, so he has to be this way. You know, he's ru- he's a wrecking ball in, 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 right. <laughs> you know, in Washington. And he's going to run our country like a business. Right. And, well, stuff, and he made all of his money off of bankruptcies. Well, any, <laughs> any, any, <laughs> right, anything to do... <laughs> Excellent point. Well, it is, right, exactly. But, you know, anything he he does basically is the opposite of what a politician will do, and that's what people get off on. Yeah. That's what they love. It's it's the chaos of it all. Right. It's it's, it's the... The hoopla, right? You know, like, so he's different. He's not the same guy. So you're, you have to expect this kind of thing. And like the stuff he said, like it's incredible to me the things that come out of that man's mouth. Right. Like, it's just right. He's so, got no couth. Yeah, unprofessional. It's just like how how can you get in front of the entire world and say the shit that you say? Right. <laughs> he doesn't care. I mean, to him, it's you know, it's. Oh, man, like, it is very weird. A person could be a non-politician and still have good character, right. professionalism, 
uh, common sense. <laughs> Let me ask you this. <laughs> Remember Ross Perot? Yes. He <laughs> grew up in Arizona, so. Yeah. Okay. Well, Ross Perot, I mean, you know, he was the billionaire businessman who was going to, you know, run the country. And mm-hmm. obviously, he didn't um, up- uphold himself very well, I think, during the during the um, the debates and everything like that. But, you know, there was someone that was an outsider that, not, that wasn't a politician. We just weren't ready for that right yeah. then and there. But now we are with somebody who's so blatantly just just doesn't care yeah. about anything. And, and that's just going to really set a bad precedence to a younger generation who sees this and who might admire this man and see him the way he behaves and monkey see, monkey do, man. Yeah. We're going to see a lot of that. Just wait, dude. In about, like, probably 24 hours, he's going to be saying that it's fake news that there was a hurricane. Right. Right. But that's not real. Right. It's a figment. Exactly. <laughs> it didn't really happen. It's going to happen, man. <laughs> It um, probably will. I have a show. I'm just waiting for It'll it. It'll be on Twitter. Just keep your eyes yeah, on Twitter. All the Twitters. I have, a, Twitter, dude. I have a song. Right. <laughs> That's another thing, too. Like, at what point are you like, oh, it's okay to do everything on Twitter? Right. It's like, get up and say something. You're the freaking president, right. dude. <laughs> I know, right? You have a podium yourself. Like, you're supposed to, like, you know. Yeah. Well, Valerie uh, Flame, have you, uh, have you seen this? She's the. Uh, she was outed as a, as a spy, and now uh, she's starting a fundraiser to buy Twitter. Oh yeah! So she can kick him off the off <laughs> offline. All right, she's now, cool. I like her. I like it. Right, it's a great idea. <laughs> My problem with it though is that she's using GoFundMe, which means you get to keep everything that get, that is given, and she wants a billion dollars, and there's forty thousand in the in the bank right now for her. Oh wow! So I mean, like, wait a minute. Like, well, there's a there's a lot of loopholes because I raised 175 <laughs> bucks for a romper <laughs> on GoFundMe. Did. did you really? And they screwed me out of my money. What really? Yeah, dude, it was a legit like GoFundMe. It said, "Help me, romp me, so I can romp you." Okay. Is what it said. <laughs> and then I, you know, I made a video explaining why I wanted the romper. It was like when the rompers just popped off. And I was like, you know, they probably cost $100. Right. I don't have $100. I'm sitting in my parents' garage making this video <laughs> right now. Right. I will make you all thank you videos. <laughs> and uh, it, within an hour and a half, I had 175 bucks. Wow. And I was like, yeah. you know, I'm drinking four loco in a garage <laughs> naked yeah, right. and just laughing. And, boom, and I was go. like, wow, there's 175 bucks here. Right. I got to go start making videos. So I did. And I went to McDonald's and fries, and I like made some videos and went to a park. Right. And uh, yeah, they took the money. They said, no, you can't have the money. Are you serious? And it was supposed to be refunded. So if anybody's listening that sent me money, thank you. And uh, did they hopefully, get hopefully you got your money back. I well, because they wouldn't know. I mean, they donated to you, and you were on your own to get the romper. Right. Well, I I, I screenshotted the email that I got oh, from. Wow. Uh, to po- post that. Yeah, out. I was like, hey guys, this GoFundMe. Yeah, that was GoFundMe. So they were they didn't, weren't digging <laughs> they the go, romper. They go they go me. Yeah, <laughs> they did, man. You go go fuck your romper. <laughs> I was in full support of your romper mission. <laughs> Somebody gave me like forty bucks. I was like, geez. You wow. <laughs> well, I think she shouldn't do it, man. I, I mean, I don't know, man. You're gonna keep the money at forty grand, or you, right. I hope you just refund it at least. If you or it, does no. she just buy stock and like become right. such a huge shareholder that now she has, you know, oh, say, a say? Right. I don't know if you can do that with Twitter, can you? I don't know. I'm sure Twitter's on the Nasdaq. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, if it isn't, 
That's weird. I have no idea. Yeah. I don't know. Talk to the wrong guy. I don't have money to buy stocks. Are you we kidding don't me? I'm a musician. Talk business here, all right? <laughs> yeah, we talk whatever we want to talk about. If you want business, Voice America's got the business channel. It's got the, the, all the experts you could ever want in business. And I'll tell you what, man, you can start your own business after a week of listening to that station. <laughs> There's so many people out there that know what they're doing. We don't know what we're doing here on this station. But I have a song that I want to play. It's called Sheriff Joe, appropriately, Beautiful. by the Haymarket Squares. Right. Ah, local. Yeah, band from right here phoenix arizona so we'll check um, we'll check these guys out and then we'll come right back here on the voiceamerica.com variety channel the show is going global with gas man it's ned's atomic dustbin dustbin we're in a atomic dustbin right now <laughs> right here on uh, your saturday night yes that's why we play that show because we are on saturday here on the show on going global with gas man on the variety channel which you can find us on the voice america page variety channel and uh, search Going Global, this will pop up, and you can ha- hear all the, the past shows, the archives, the uh, posted shows do not have music in them, just so you know, only the ones that air, like us, we'll have a 12-hour replay tonight, and then tomorrow it will air at 4 p.m., and then at 4 a.m. Monday morning. Yeah. So that's how we're rolling here. That's early, man. Right. Or right. late. Or late, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Depending how you look at it, people yeah. are up. You know, we have we have a lot of listeners on Sunday after church. We're after a gun show, by the way. <laughs> what? We are we're after uh, taking stock with Kelly McMillan. Talked about guns. <laughs> like if you are if you are about guns, then yeah, it's, that's uh, <laughs> that's your show right before us. And then there's another show that's before us. Um, it's called uh, Exploited, and it's about the uh, child trafficking. Oh, man. Yeah, so we had some pretty heavy shows on the show here yeah. on the station. Yeah. So check those out when you can. But do that on your own time because we're kicking it here on this Saturday. Comedian Prescott Wilson's with us. Heidi Gadd as well. Yep. Tonight is the big fight, the Mary- Mayweather versus O'Connor sh- uh, fight. M- 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 McConnor O'Gregor? Or is that McGregor O'Connor? McGregor. <laughs> <laughs> I get that mixed up. That's your peeps, man. No. No? <laughs> you kind of look like him. No, I don't watch sports ball. Yeah, it's sports ball. I, you know what? I'm probably <laughs> not going to watch it. I guarantee, though, on Facebook, I'll be able to watch at least the, read the play-by-play what's right. going on. So why don't you just listening on Facebook? Everyone now listening, all my friends, um, <laughs> just put on Facebook Live, put the yeah. phone, yeah. aim it towards the TV, yeah, and we're all a, yeah, yeah. Right? Share the love, don't man. Be a meanie. Who is not going to do that? I guarantee that there's will be a, done. There's going to be a bunch of, of people. Of course they are. How do you stop that? <laughs> you can't stop that. You can't. So it's just the end of pay-per-view. Pretty to much. a certain degree, right? Pretty I mean, much. Like, I mean, the bars are where they're going to make most of their money. Right. Well, well, but, but what if you're at the fight and you Facebook live it right. right from the fight itself? Charge people, dude. Facebook money. Get I mean, Facebook I money. guarantee there's people in that <laughs> building that are like looking for people to do that. Yeah. But how are you going to stop someone? There's always going to be the selfies or the right. photos of your phone. Right. It's crazy. So huh. do, you, do you think this is the end of pay-per-view? I don't think so because the people that are going to be watching it on Facebook live can't afford to... Rent it, buy it, however the pay-per-view works, you know. Right. Anyway, so the people who are going to do it are going to do it because they want to watch it at their house, have their little party. Right. So do you think this is more like, if I'm paying for it, none of you better give this for free because, damn it, they better pay for it too, right? Is that kind of... I think they're going to make all their money off of bars. Because yeah. people people well, don't want to pay, so they go to the bar to watch it. Right, of course. And at the bars, they pay per square footage. Right. So the thing about that, though, is that a bar posted it on Facebook that says, we are not airing the fight because we already had an agreement on a price, and the people said, 
Uh, let's just add another thirteen hundred to that. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yes, they last minute gouged them. My yeah, my lady friend's bar that she works at. Uh, they they were gonna get waxed like five grand. Right. What? And they're not gonna be able to play it because they they're not gonna pay five thousand dollars to make like thirty five hundred. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Well, I wonder if the fight's <laughs> one minute long. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Dude. I mean, that's what I'm hoping that's a for. Good, that's a really good point. Right. I mean, I mean think about that. Mike Tyson days. I mean, I, there's a, there's a part of me that says Mayweather's gonna go down like a bag of rocks and then I also think there's a part of me that McGregor's going to do the same right. thing so I don't I don't know I mean like you know it, it could go in a, in a flash of a, of, a, of a second or or they could just spar it out and you know maybe right. not want to hurt each other I mean I, th- I think boxing's all rigged I don't know but it's not a boxing is it a boxing match yeah it's boxing is it a boxing match I don't know let's <laughs> like, tell you how much I fucking care about this right. shit <laughs> I just wanted to put a hundred bucks on it and see what happens. Like, okay, so let me get this straight. So, as long as it's been promoted, I have no fucking clue what this fight's about. <laughs> I thought they were just like it was like all all anything is open. I didn't no, realize it's boxing. So it's just boxing. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's just boxing. That's why it's such a big deal. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Then, yeah, I can see Mayweather probably might take this one here. Then you could. I don't know. I I, I've never right. paid attention to enough of either UFC or. Boxing well, w- or anything like that. So I would say that McGregor would definitely have to jump in pretty quick and start and try to finish it right off the bat. Yeah, that's the only thing I can think. But he's used to punching with his bare hands, or at least you know the, little, the yeah. small glove. He's apparently the, like uh, fr- from what I've read on my Facebook feed, uh, they're using um, eight ounce gloves or ten ounce gloves. Those smaller ones. Yeah, they're using smaller gloves, right. and that's because Mayweather can just do whatever he wants. Apparently, and just like make up new rules to make the fight worth it. Well, okay, so wait, hang on, but do so you think the smaller gloves are an advantage to Mayweather? Um, I, well, apparently he's uh, he's used to boxing with heavier gloves. So, oh, yeah. So he'll be a lot lighter. Technically, yeah, sure. and, and he's appeasing to McGregor. McGregor because he uses the little tiny UFC whatever mm. the fuck. So that so you can curse. <laughs> so, so this is kind of a happy medium they settled on? Uh, what's that? Uh, yeah, yeah Mayweather, Mayweather. Right, like, right. Tweak the rules so that well, you can I'd, get in. I'd imagine McGregor would want to have kind of more of a feel because that's what he's used to, mm-hmm. as opposed to have too much padding in between. Yeah, you know the the end of the glove to the. Uh, but if you're used to heavier gloves and then you get lighter gloves, aren't you actually going to hit harder? Like because you're pushing the same amount, I would think. Well, that, it, I mean, I haven't punched it, a wall for a while, right? So <laughs> he's going to be more powerful. <laughs> yeah. And, and, like, you got to think about fatigue and things like that. Because right. if you're holding up, you know, what if you're, what if you're used to boxing with 16-ounce gloves? You know what I mean? That's a pound on each hand. Well, think about, though, if, like, if he's going lighter on the gloves for Mayweather to get smaller gloves, it'll make him go faster and probably more powerful. You'll feel yeah. more of the punch. Meanwhile, McGregor's getting the thicker glove, yeah. which is going to reduce his impact. Yeah. Oh, wait, they're not both getting the same glove? No, they are, but McGregor's used to a smaller glove, and now he's getting a bigger glove. Now he's wearing boxing gloves. So that's, for him, he's going to lose out on that punchy feel, Mm -hmm. whereas Mayweather is going to get more of a punchy feel. So confusing Mm -hmm. to me. So that's really fascinating, then. (laughs) If you were to think about it, then, yeah, the Mayweather might pull this one off. Maybe. All right, what do you have? I was I was going to throw a hundred on Mayweather. Were you? Yeah, big okay. monies. Interesting. Hmm. Big monies. I th- I, I was that, like, what would that yield you? One hundred and five? No, I, I was reading. You went hundred. I was reading some odds. I I don't I don't remember what they are. I've never really done any sports betting. Like I said, I don't. 
I don't I don't do the sports ball. I don't either. I'm, I'm bad at that. So I, I just this is a crazy fight. You know what I mean? This is going to be historic. You know, this is a crossover. <laughs> right. You know, everybody's freaking out about it. So I was like, you know, might as well throw a hundred bucks on it. And if I win. Well, you got a 50-50 chance, right. though. It's either yeah, my, my friend Chelsea's other. like, you should just buy a lottery ticket. And I was like, do you understand how odds work? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's one or the other. It's not, right, here's right, here's right. five bucks, whatever. I didn't need it anyways. <laughs> it's okay, Chelsea. I'm sure you're a really nice girl. <laughs> She's really nice. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Maybe now she understands, She's too. funny. She laughed. She uh, laughed. She's probably I'm like, oh, one. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. <laughs> well, I just hurt, I just hope nobody gets hurt tonight. <laughs> oh man! Probably not gonna happen. Jeez. Yeah, what a what a crazy little scene. Back, back in the day, man, I remember watching the Tyson fights. You get together, and you know, I, I remember sitting there with all my friends, about twenty of us, watching the fight. You know, and then we'd we'd gamble on it. So everyone would put a dollar in. And every round we'd add another dollar, you know, so as it go <laughs> on. And then you would hold the cup for every five seconds you had to pass it on, you know. <laughs> so if the guy got knocked out or the fight was over while you were holding the cup, then you would keep what's in the cup. <laughs> Sick. That's, oh, a, that's, wow. how we, that's how we that's bet on it. One. Yeah, that's right. I mean, that's it's fair. Fun. Everyone gets, if you, you have to dissect the, the, the round, mm-hmm. you know, by how many people are in there, and each one gets, you got to pass it around. So. <laughs> so after you win it, you're out of the circle? Well, it's, everything's done. It's yeah. over. Oh, I guess so. <laughs> See, I don't watch sports. There's no like second <laughs> I'm a musician. Day. Right, exactly. It's like against my religion. Well, it's a big one. I guess we have to we have to pay attention to it for a second, don't do, we? So do they always play the Rocky theme at every boxing <laughs> I don't know what his intro music is, to be honest with you. I just think, you know, when I hear boxing, I feel like every single boxing match ever should just have the Rocky theme song. <laughs> Period. <laughs> it's boxing. Isn't that just, right. Isn't it just Rocky? Tiger? That and the national well, anthem. That one. They gotta play it every time both guys walk in. Dude, yeah, that's that what one. I'm saying. It's just is like you well, know. Okay, what well, what would your song be if you had an intro song? Not oh, Rocky. Me. Maybe it wasn't boxing, but just in general. Do you have an intro song? Um. Hmm. The only thing that came to my mind right now is uh, Mama Said Knock You Out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well you're keeping with the theme of that right. boxing, but I'm saying just in general. Mm. Okay, look, I'll give you I'll give you mine. Okay. Right. I, I actually, I, I have a theme song, and it's a it's a song you'll know. But for me, I don't know why it just always comes to my mind when I'm just kind of gallivanting the house, you know, just whatever, doing whatever. It's the uh, Sanford and Son theme song. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I knew. I just. I. That's what. I, I bounces in my head, just, and that gives. That gives me like a Kevin's good mood. Theme song. It is my theme song. It's I'm your a, soundtrack, I'm, I'm, dude, to life. What's uh, your life soundtrack? <laughs> All right. So if I was gonna have a boxing song, it would be like anything from Rage Against the Machine. Okay. That's that's your motivative song. Yeah, dude. Right. For punching. (laughs) (laughs) Prescott, what about you? Roger Miller's Dang Me. Roger Miller's what? Dang Me. Dang Me? Yeah. Roger Miller, like old school Roger Miller? Yeah, Roger Miller. Like Chug Lug, Chug Lug, and King of the Road. Yeah, King of the Road, right. But uh, Dang Me. Roger Miller... Dang that, that'd be my Jimmy. I don't jam. know if I know what this one is. That'd, my, that'd be my Diddy Jammy. Well, I gotta find it right now, man. We gotta hear this thing. <laughs> it's, it's my karaoke go to too. Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay. Immediate. My, my karaoke <laughs> is Eddie Rabbit. <laughs> oh, this is old school video. This oh, is good. This stuff. is actually this has Dan. This has uh, um, Dan Clark. What's his name? No, Dan Clark does our show <laughs> on on uh, influencers. <laughs> uh, what's his What's his name? Uh, no, you Clark. have the description. American Bandstand. 
Oh, Dick Clark. Dick Clark. Dave Clark. Just remember Clearasil, the all-night medicine treatment when you've got complexion problems. He's a multi-talented man, a songwriter, a humorist, and a fellow who has now one of the biggest sellers in the country, a song called Dang Me. Ladies and gentlemen, let's meet Roger Miller. <laughs> right on, man. That's the one, dude. That, that's the one. That's dude, your motivated every song. Time. That's hilarious, every man. Every time. That's wake great. up in the morning, wash my balls to that song. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. How did you find that song? Uh, a buddy of mine that I used to play music with, we would cover that song all the time. Okay. Right. We, were, uh, we were called Sanchez or Sanchismo. Sanchismo? It's not a question. It's a statement. <laughs> yeah, we, were, we were drunk in outlaw country. I played a djembe, and then my buddy played guitar and screamed out of his face. Drunk in outlaw country? Yeah. Prescott. With a djembe. Prescott music, yeah. <laughs> With a djembe. <laughs> yeah, dude. We, uh, we had some good jams, dude. That's great, it was, man. It was fun. Well, very cool. Thanks for introducing that song. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's, it's a good one. All right. <laughs> Heidi, did you come up with one yet? What? I told you, any Rage Against the Machine No, song? I mean, like your real theme song. Oh, In My Brain? Yeah. Oh, man, dude, they just swim in and out. Yeah, you don't all have a specific day long, one? Yeah. You don't have one uh, go-to song? No. Okay. Usually, actually, it's Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> really? That's your it's thing? It's always in my head. Ghost, really? <laughs> Since the first time I heard it. Are you serious? Yes. Like way back when? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ghostbusters keeps popping up in your yeah. head. Wow, that's kind of weird. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Let me to call you out. On <laughs> <laughs> well, You're weird. I never man. claim to be anything else. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, well, I got a song I want to play. This is from Weird Al. Sick. And uh, this will give a little teaser of who we're going to be talking to next hour. And uh, it's it's uh, for me, it's one of my favorite Weird Al songs, and one of his earliest ones as well. It's I Lost on Jeopardy. If you remember this one, this was from the song Jeopardy from Greg Kinn, who will be joining us next hour. <laughs> so what's cool about this song, if you check out the video, it's actually one of the earliest videos MTV started playing. Hmm. So it got really popular. And at the very end of the video, Greg Kinn makes an appearance. <laughs> so I have to make sure we ask him, was he the first person that at Weird Al parodied, parodied, parodied that appeared in his video? Because I don't know if any other artists Because I know 50 Cent wasn't appearing in Amish Paradise. Right. Yeah, and it's not <laughs> like... He got really pissed <laughs> off at him for that. It's not like Michael Jackson appeared or... Right. Yeah. Right. So I'm wondering yeah. if he's the first artist to say, you know, give right. him a blessing for the song. Because wow. that was kind of a big deal back then, you know. It still is. It's a hell of a thought. Yeah. Right. So we'll talk to him hmm. next hour. Weird Al is a genius. He's yeah. very funny and his lyrics are great. And this is one of his earliest ones that just prove... His greatness <laughs> from the very beginning. Now entering the studio with today's contestants. It's Weird Al Yankovic. I lost on Jeopardy and parodying the song by Greg Kinn, the Greg Kinn band, by the way, with Jeopardy, and uh, which is all about getting married and. <laughs> <laughs> A little sneaky laugh there. <laughs> Prescott Wilson's hanging out with us here. Going global with Gasman is the program on the VoiceAmerica.com variety channel. And every Saturday, starting at 3 p.m. Pacific time, we get on the air and do this for a couple hours. The second hour is... Aliens. With Gas. Man. And that's the extraterrestrial <laughs> rock show. And we'll have Greg Kinn actually be calling us up. And uh, he's been a DJ for 16 years, so he's uh, you know got a lot to talk about being a DJ. So... Apparently, he's really into aliens as well, so we'll get awesome. his 
feelings and, and feedback on that. And so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Plus, we have a few other stories. We had a mass sighting in Phoenix a, a few weeks ago, right? The what, 18th or something. Yeah, or, I just saw that today. Yeah. Um, like Discover.tv is posting it. And uh, like, yeah. Yeah, that was. Wait, is it the same one I it's shared? Nutty. I think it's so. like a 30 uh, second video. Yeah, where they're cursing on the video. So. <laughs> <laughs> I got the audio for well, it. We'll play it. That's going to be a maybe it's real. Or maybe it's, it's make-believe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh, Prescott Wilson, you were talking about buying some videos. Oh, I didn't buy them. They were uh, gener- generously uh, donated to the Craigslist free stuff. Oh, so you so you went on Craigslist free. Yeah, I was on Craigslist free looking for some wood, and then I <laughs> came across... That sounds kind of gay, dude. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Not going to lie. It's all good. I'm comfortable with it. And it's okay it. if you are, everyone. Yeah, I don't yeah, care. It's it's like, it sounds gay, that's all. You know, three days. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I found, uh, so I found an for? ad. What were you looking for in free? Just whatever is free wood. I'm building a tiny house right now. Okay. So I was getting a bunch of wood and stuff. Um, And I came across an ad that said 40 plus free VHS tapes. And I was like, hmm, that sounds interesting. So I went into it and this lady's like going on. I'll read it to you real quick. (laughs) I I had to save it on my phone. I I was like sending the conversation to all of my friends (laughs) yesterday because I thought it was so hilarious. yeah, you send me. <laughs> yeah, I, I even sent it to Heidi. I, yeah. I sent her a screenshot of it. I was it. like, yeah. And uh, the ad. <laughs> All right. God, where'd it go? All right, here we go. I'm just going into text messages. I've got at least 40 super VHS tapes of Star Trek from the 80s and 90s, next gen and DS9 mostly. My husband carefully recorded each one and edited out the commercials. There's also at least one cops too hot for tv mixed in <laughs> we no longer have a way to watch them so i'm giving them away you can watch them or you can tape over them we and buckeye yeah. <laughs> and you're like god damn i was like, right I, now yeah, yeah i am in tempe I, I and i texted her i was like please <laughs> please tell me you still have the 40 plus vhs tapes and she's like i do actually <laughs> i was like that's great and i was gonna go out last night and uh i just i couldn't make it out there i was like you know uh the, this traffic is the worst, and my dad can be a real bear if you if I come home late. Like I was trying to sound really right, 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 fucking right. weird. Yeah, and then uh, and she was like, "No, no problem." And I was like, "I can come by tomorrow." And she's like, "Oh, okay. Are you a big Star Trek fan?" And I was like, uh, "No, it's it's a wedding gift for my buddy. He's a big uh, Geordi fan, and." Uh, uh, he's an aspiring PI. So, <laughs> and she was like, "Oh, really? Wedding?" And I was like, "Yeah, it's a dog wedding." <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, "What?" <laughs> and then we drove all the way out there. And then I walk up, like, <laughs> and her husband's like staring at this box of tapes, like, yeah, like you know, he's go. like, "Man, I can't believe." And and it had Jerry Springer, Too Hot for TV, and Cops, Too Hot uh, for TV on the top, like the real, separated. like the, like the real ones. Oh yeah, not oh, in the VHS, like box, can't, like yeah. bottom. Yeah. He <laughs> bought them. Nice. And this dude was just like, <laughs> and I was like, "Hey, man, thank you for all of your dedication. This really means a lot to me." <laughs> <laughs> and he and he's like. He's like, mm. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Enjoy them. Look, man, I, I record my TV. I know exactly what it means to pause and then we're doing the commercial. Two decades. And then to catch it two when decades. it comes back. It's a lot of work, man. Eight hour tapes. That's two decades That's a lot of, of work. television and then sans commercials. And that is dedication. Wow. It was one box, right? <laughs> How big was the box? 
You're looking it, at your head it, about it, it was heavy. I got a video of me picking it up. A couple, on the phone. couple feet wide. Uh, yeah, it was about two and a half feet. Like okay, so it was one box. Yeah, one so, big like mo- U-Haul moving box. Okay, so let's get to this conversation <laughs> with this couple. <laughs> that this fucking box was bothering the wife so much <laughs> that she had to get the fuck out. Of, she had to get rid of it, right? Oh, she she was like, "Are you coming or not?" Right. Like right? she got to the point where like, "Are you taking me around or right, like, right, right. you need to come out here?" And I was like, "I'm on my way." Like, How I, much <laughs> for this one little? box is going to make them have much space for their house nothing <laughs> but she wants it out of there the, the look of desperation let's in this man's this. face like he's just like let's get rid of this now no oh my he God. didn't want it to go i bet he did it he like <laughs> dude I wonder, I wonder if there's any porn on there i'm i'm gonna find out I, like I will let one. you know I'm, I'm watching all of them yeah i got two decades to but waste then you're gonna know that someone else watched that so <laughs> yeah and i saw the dude who was watching it uh, yeah the images are beautiful it's so let me great. so let me ask you this uh since we've turned the corner to porn um, <laughs> do you very well versed do you, uh, by the way we have a we have a porn show but no, not porn show it's the sex Lifestyle oh, Thursdays <laughs> on the Variety Channel. Cool. If you want to check that out, uh, they talk about all that kind of stuff. Nice. They do the Benoit Balls thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> great gift. Uh, great gift. Have you ever shared porn with someone? You ever given yeah. them your porn and say, "Yo, you got to check this one out." Well, <laughs> well, you know, I do it all the time. <laughs> uh, for my buddy's thirtieth birthday, I had like these uh, porn mags that I don't even know how I got them. They just like wound up in my stuff as I moved around all over the place. And one was just like, it was like moms. It was like mom jugs. (laughs) And, uh, (laughs) and there was, there was a picture of this lady just stretching lab. Like, why are you even doing that? Just like yanking on it. And, uh, Did she have an angry, and, uh, she have an angry face on her? What's that? Does she have an angry face on her? Oh yeah, she was <laughs> like, "What are you doing?" Right, right. And uh, it was awesome. So I, I gave it to my buddy for his birthday, and uh, he just gave it back to me. So he gave it back. To me. <laughs> yeah, that's He's okay. like, you know what? I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna pass on that. I'm trying to quit. Thanks, bud. <laughs> <laughs> that's great, man. <laughs> Heidi, how about you? Oh, you know, I do it all the time. <laughs> I, I had a friend, I had a friend uh, when I was playing hockey, oh he gave me a tape. He's like, dude, you got to check this one scene out. I'm like, okay. <laughs> it felt weird. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's always awkward. Yeah, well, it felt weird giving him back the tape. That was the problem. That's one of those things I probably should not have given back. <laughs> you know? It's just, I don't know. Uh. Oh jeez! <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, we have a, we have a few minutes before the top of the hour as uh, we do this broadcast live from the Voice America Variety Studios somewhere in uh, <laughs> oh, Phoenix, Arizona. I don't care. We're in an undisclosed location, I guess, right? Right. Hanging out with you guys. Uh, by the way, if you want to check us out online, you can do that. Um, I uh, my website. Just go to my name, KevinGasman.com, has the, the links and stuff to the alien show as well and you can find us on facebook there's i'm kind of active on my driving with gas show because that's you know i did that for 10 years right so sure. people are still like you know checking that page out so if you want to check that page out too please do there's two s's there driving with gas and that's pretty much all i have to say this week really <laughs> oh my gosh ready it's a monumental moment <laughs> in history <laughs> Kevin has nothing else to say right now. I have nothing else to say. Whoa. I know. I missed out on a couple shows. Like going to shows? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this place had, it's called the MIM. The, uh, yeah, Musical mm-hmm. Instrument Museum. Right. Super and they rad have, place. Right. Well, they have a lot of concerts. They do. But apparently, 
they have a lot of members to this place. Yes. And members get first crack at concerts. Yes, and so, their venue is not extremely large. Right. So I saw The Fix was playing, which I love nice. The Fix. I'm like, I would love to go see that. And someone wrote, they played two nights. This is, I think this was last week. Maybe it's this weekend. I'm not quite sure. But either way, they're sold out both nights. I'm like, well, why is this place advertising then? You know, it's like, it doesn't make any sense. If you can't, if you're really kind of a private type of thing. Maybe just to get more memberships. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, but it's like. Everybody, we need to band together. Everybody, just send me a dollar and then so I can get Kevin a membership to the MIM so this never has to happen (laughs) to him again. Right, and then I can give away the shows I don't want to go to. (laughs) Yeah, and anything over what it costs, because I don't know how much it costs, uh, I will donate to a charity. Don't use GoFundMe. No. I'd give it to, like, you know, the, like, kids' Christmas stuff, you know, because, you know, there's a lot of poor kids out there. I'd do mm. that, probably. I need extra money. Just saying. You know, the you, you know in the Wheel of Fortune, the TV show, where they have those, like, the, you tie in one name into another name? Right. You know, they just, like... Oh, it's before yeah. and after. Uh, is that what it's called, before and after? Yes. I have a before and after. Uh-oh. Minnesota Fats Domino. <laughs> 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 right, just threw that out there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, you know, I'm addicted to Wheel of Fortune on my phone. I'm totally gonna steal that puzzle, <laughs> on puzzle maker. I'm gonna make it. Can, so. you, make a, can you make a puzzle? I can make that? puzzles. You yeah, you can. You can mm-hmm. make a. And then it goes out. All the people who play Wheel of Fortune. It Minnesota could pop Fats up. Domino. Yeah. I've been watching a game show like Savage Moments, mm-hmm. quote unquote Savage Moments on YouTube, and uh, <laughs> this dude solved. Well, tried to solve a puzzle on on. Uh, Wheel of Fortune, and uh, his answer was a bunch of pill pushers. <laughs> 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 I lost, I lost my shit. Yeah, that was his thing. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, that was so good. All right, well, we got. Uh, let's play some tunes. We'll come out back with aliens with gas. Man, yeah, I'm excited about that. Prescott Wilson's going to hang out with us. We'll yeah. talk to Greg Kin as well. I'm going to play his breakup song for you. You guys can listen to this one. Awesome. This will definitely get in your head. But uh, we'll be back after this, so don't go anywhere. Another hour to go right here on the VoiceAmerica.com Variety Channel. So thank you for tuning in to Going Global with Gas Man. The Extraterrestrial Rock Show is up next. Up in smoke That's where my money goes In my lungs And sometimes up my nose When troubled times Begin to bother me I take a toke And all my cares Go up in smoke Up in smoke Donde todo es libre There are no signs Que dicen no fume So I roll un bomber Y me doy un buen toque Y después I choke Y todo mis cares Go up in smoke Come on, let's go get high Up 
Philadelphia snow That's where I want to be Cause when I'm high The world's low Don't bother me When life in To be one call And dangerous road I'm busy and so is my family. Leftover pizza and unhealthy takeout isn't really doing it for us anymore. Just ask my bathroom scale. That all changed when I found Freshly. For less than $10 a meal, Freshly delivers six meals a week, always fresh, never frozen, prepared by top chefs and nutritionists using the best, freshest, gluten-free ingredients. The best part is the menu is always new and fresh, just like the food, and it only takes three minutes for me to prepare breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and there's no messy cleanup and no dishes. My family loves the choices and the taste and freshly delivers to my home and my office so I eat healthy all day, every day. If you're tired of the same old cardboard delivery and takeout, try out Freshly.com today and save $20 on your first order using coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Your taste buds and your scale will thank you. So save 20 bucks today with coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Are you on drugs, or is this your naturally moronic self? The last time I caught an odor like that was 11 years ago. How much time? 30? 30 seconds. I'm on right now. I don't believe you. What if I told you I'd take you to a place you'd never been and do something to you that's never been done? You got to check it out, little boogie woogie on your brain. Open your mind real wide now. Can I grab you by the boo boo door? I can hear my hair growing. I'm freaking out, man. You are freaking out, man. man. The object, let's see, there were men and there were vehicles. The object was large compared to the size of the house, as far as saying how big it was it across and so forth, which I learned later, and it says uh, it was approximately 36 feet. We had no idea of what we were looking at, and we kicked things around. In fact, this the first thing that we said was, the Air Force sure didn't fly this thing here. Uh, you know, what are they doing? Why uh, wouldn't they do it somewhere else? Maybe it's something, even we thought, maybe this is something to do with uh, solar energy collection, mm-hmm. some sort of a farming, but in any case, there was nothing that made sense of its being there instead of being on one of the bases. We had arrived there at about 10.30 in the morning, and when we left, it was about 10.30 at night. After we had finished uh, looking at the shafts and seeing everything that could be seen, and it was getting late in the afternoon, we uh, returned to Sodger's house. 
we didn't leave there at about 10.30 at night because there were some other men that came on the scene that detained us with various questions and so forth. Aliens. With gas. Man. And that is Selman Graves, I believe, a kind of a deathbed confessional on a witness testimony from Cave Creek, Arizona from 1947, October. Whoa. A few years or a few months after Roswell. Wow. Yeah, Cave Creek, Arizona, which is a little bit north of Phoenix, up in the little bit mountain area. Yeah. And that's his testimony. There's a little, there's, there is another clip we'll play uh, in a bit, but for the meantime, that's going to get the show rolling. The Extraterrestrial Rock Show has begun. Welcome to it. My name is Kevin Gassman. Heidi Gad. And we, are, we have a special guest, Prescott Wilson. Howdy. What's up? Comedian hanging out with us here in the studio for the next hour. We're going to get into the strange and unusual, as well as have an interview with rock star and radio DJ legend Greg Kinn will be joining us in a few minutes too so we'll talk to him about his music and get into the world of aliens because I understand he's into that as well so we have a good conversation coming up soon as we always will anyway regardless as uh, we uh, talk about some of the stuff we post on Facebook as well as what's going on around us we have a mass sighting in Arizona uh, about a week ago a week and a half ago on the 18th I believe it was of August Um, I'm going to call that uh, maybe it's real or maybe it's make-believe. Story. <laughs> but there is video of it. Well, yeah. But did you, like, because you know I posted about it. Right. Because I myself thought it was real. Because I thought I saw a couple of my friends in the video when it, like, scanned over. Okay, so you think it's a fake video, period? Well, did you look at the buildings? Yes, I did. It looked kind of weird. I will yeah. say that. It didn't look like anything Did it look like Phoenix? No. Mm-mm. Okay. No. Number one. Ah. Number two, one of my friends was like, uh, Heidi... And posted so that Phoenix Forgotten movie, oh. right? South by Southwest. Whoa. Uh, they sent up drones to simulate. Uh, interesting. Yeah, That's I, w- that I was wondering why that many people would be gathered. It was like a two. Right, yeah. Okay, so that was South by Southwest. Yeah. A video from there. Mm-hmm. And that makes sense, I can see. Cause wow. Yeah. For, uh, wow. But I have to say, like, from watching the video, they did not do a good job at keeping the um, drones in formation. Just saying. Right. <laughs> well, <laughs> if they you're look gonna kind like, of in formation. No. I don't think but so. they weren't very steady. No, I mean you know if you're gonna do that, there were five drones. <laughs> there were two. Not impressed. Kind of like a th- <laughs> think about it. there were five drones. One in the middle, which was a little bit above the other t- the other four. Right. And the and those were in pairs. So you know one was in the middle. You had two on the right, two on the left, and they were kind of like simulating some kind of formation. And then they started moving a little bit. But yeah, it w- maybe it was a little too wobbly for each one kind of yeah. thing. Not too, because those things, man, when you see them, the real videos, and you see those UFOs, you know, dropping from, yeah. you know, and then another one drops out, and another one drops out. <laughs> I mean, that, that stuff's they pretty... They move perfectly. Right, right. Yeah. Well, there's a video I posted up. It was, I think, in either Georgia or Florida. I can't remember where it was, but it's not too far back on our Facebook page, where they're at a softball game, and they, you see these lights way out in the distance. You know, they, they drop from the sky, then they stop. And then they move all together in unison off to the off to the uh, right or what or to the left or whatever it is, but I'm thinking like, I don't know, man. That's not parachuters. That's nothing else. I mean, that's something that it doesn't seem like drones to me. That's so far away that you can see the lights so mm-hmm. bright, so far away. Drones would be very, you know, those things were probably pretty close. I'd imagine. Right. In the, that, in the no, like uh, when it when it scans to the people, like. People weren't like amazed or anything. They were like laughing. And, like, well, I have the audio. Yeah. I have yeah. the audio. Let me play. Yeah. This is the audio from that video. Uh, apparently, Phoenix is what we're what we're looking at here. 
Yo, what is this, bro? It's like stars that are moving, bro. Yo, what is this, bro? <laughs> you got that wild juice. You can't even record this. So I thought it would be cool if I recorded too, you know what I'm saying? Oh my god, what is that, bro? Is it Dragon Ball Z? I'm freaking out, man. Oh, it's moving. See that shit? See, it's moving. It's moving. I ain't bugging out. I ain't bugging out, bro. I knew I wasn't bugging. <laughs> so, <laughs> you're right. With the, all those people there are South by Southwest. You know, right. all of a sudden, a big UFO sighting. Right. Yeah, it does look kind of foreign, yeah. corny. But now that I know where it's at, right. it makes sense now. And it was, you know, they're promoting the film. Right. So or they're premiering <laughs> it there or something. Or right. Playing it, whatever. Well, that's a big boo right wow. there. I'm, yeah, I'm, I know. Thanks, Heidi. Was, well, my friend Oscar is to blame. He, no, that's uh, fine. He posted I'm... it. He posted <laughs> the in the comments, and I'm like, right. oh, lame. Well, do you know Disclose.tv <laughs> po- posted that story? They did. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. That story is getting some legs. Well, yeah, and no one, and now that it's been figured out, this is my biggest problem with this stuff. I saw like, that today on Disclosed.tv. Uh, now that it's been figured out that it is what it is, or I don't know, maybe people don't know, and it's only on my Facebook page, but, like, they know. Because it's, it's the other article is, like, you know, right there. You can just look for it. I, even I just, like, Googled it myself and found it really quickly, just, you know, proving that. Right making sense so it's like why aren't these articles like putting you know update oops mm. it's not a mass sighting right I mean the thing is when you have a retraction you know all the people who saw the first story aren't going to see the retraction so you're going to miss out on a big portion that's most likely why the newspapers put retractions in the bottom right corner of page 20 mm-hmm. on a 19 page newspaper right <laughs> clickbait right so yep. yeah so so sorry Another story I saw and I posted on our page. This is another um, you know, type of maybe it's real. Maybe it's make-believe. She did it. I did it. That it was, just came out right now. It was bad, but not really good. No, it wasn't good. <laughs> you need to work on that. You got to really like, come from inside. <laughs> Dude, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to bring my violin in here. I'm going to get the melody down. <laughs> it's going to be like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to do that. Do? <laughs> yeah. So apparently a man recorded a small creature in a parking lot. This is in uh, Mexico. Did yes, you see this one? I did. Have you seen this one, Prescott? Mm. No, this is pretty creepy, man. Uh, is it new? It's pretty new, yeah. And apparently it's just, I guess this guy had his cell phone on or whatever, and he just recorded between a couple cars this thing running by, basically. There was, there's a couple photos of this. But what tipped him off? Like, why was he recording? Why was he recording? Right. Yeah. So, I mean, that's another issue on, on the story that we have here. It just shows that the guy had it on. Maybe it was just by accident or, or something. I don't know, dude. I don't know. Like, did he? Because I want to know, like, what happened? Like, was he, like, in the parking garage walking to his car and he saw something run across <laughs> to behind the cars? And so he's like, what was that? And then... Busts out his phone, starts looking around to try to film something, and then this, and this thing pops out. I mean, thing comes right. there's two of them in the article, right? I feel like when there I read there was a second one. Well, we talked about, I believe, this other one where it shows a little kid in in the kitchen. On yeah, the, he's, on, he's like on tile. He's on the floor, right? And then there's this little little man running. And if you see the shadow and the and the blurriness, I mean, and then you compare it to the other photo. I mean, it's kind of legit, man. I mean, uh, <laughs> even even someone posted on, even someone commented on our post 
Um, he wrote uh, CGI looks decent. Right. <laughs> which means wh- which means what? <laughs> means it could be real. It could be. We don't know. We weren't there. That's the problem. So this is a little gnome, and these things only happen in Mexico yeah. or South America, right. man. Or is, it, or is that what the chupacabra really looks like? That's what like? I was about to say. A chupacabra. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think those things are always on four legs, aren't they? Yeah. Or they, four? They're, they're, like this thing's running. Yeah. Like the like the other one looks like a, like the like um the, the FTD fl- the flower guy you know the one that's on the tile he looks like the FTT florist dude he's like he's got the ears his ears like are are pointy he looks like my precious <laughs> yeah. there is a little bit of the golem thing going on with this thing too it is yeah. a very bizarre little creature little thing. And I, he couldn't be that quick, though, right? What's well, come on, I would think video? it would be, absolutely. What city was this in again? This was in Mexico. Mexico. Yeah, it doesn't sound okay. Do they have, like, <clears throat> you know how, like, New York has, like, all the underground sewer type stuff? And oh. they say, like, things live down there. Right. The uh, Like, what if this... By the way, the one that was on the tile, that was in Chile. Atacama Desert region. The one with the child? Yeah, that was Dude, in Chile. If you look really close at the creature... I mean, like, really close. It almost looks like you could see his stuff. <laughs> you can see his naked. I, I, I couldn't figure oh. out if he had a blown-out knee or if he was... No. I think that's his junk. I think guys. what you're looking at is, like, <laughs> the, the, black back, the black background is kind of showing, looks like it's, you know... I don't know. <laughs> uh, Maybe see. it's just where my mind goes <laughs> from being around boys all the time. I guess so, Heidi. Shame I don't know, you. dude. I'm, I bet there's some people who are going to agree with me on this. What's the purpose of these things? What do they do? Are these the gnomes? Are these ones? Are they tr- the, uh, you know, the gremlins and stuff? I've, I've always heard those stories about the skinwalkers. Have you ever heard that? Yeah. They, they can run like 70 miles an hour. Right. right. You know what I mean? Right. Maybe that's I, what I, it I don't is. know what a this skinwalker is, looks isn't like. There I've never a, seen one. There's a story of skinwalkers on a ranch. I know uh, Alejandro Rojas brought that up. Skinwalker ranch. Yeah, yeah, skinwalker ranch, right. It's where all the orbs are and stuff. Yeah. And right. There'll be like no wind and the windmill just starts going. That's creepy. Yeah, dude. Creepy stuff. Um. Is it aliens? <laughs> is it ghosts? Is it goblins? Okay, well, you know, is that a fairy? But there's always like these in in, fair, in world cultures, right? <laughs> All of our cultures have these things, right? Yeah, right. it could be a fairy. Who knows, dude? And they like go back in time stories, you know, like remember Cat's Eye. Time. Cat's you ever see Cat's Eye? Eye. Stephen I King. I feel like I did. It was a trio. It was, I think three three stories in this movie or mm-hmm. something like that, and one of them was Drew Barrymore. Mm-hmm. And she had a cat. Oh, the cat. The cat was the main thing. The cat went to different people, and each time the cat went to some somebody, strange stuff happened. So she, they found this cat. And Drew wants to keep it as a kid. I mean, she's like eight years old, whatever. And this little creature comes out of the mouse hole, and it's got like a hat on, like a jester cap on. You know, <laughs> he's got a little dagger knife. He's a little gremlin thing, and his thing was to basically steal the soul out of her. So while she was sleeping, this little thing would jump on its face, would jump on her face, plug her nose, and suck the soul out of her mouth. Sick. That was the thing, but the cat was there to deflect it and everything like that. But I'm just huh. saying, as far as like this little thing, you know, being a creature of you know of lore, much like giants are, you know, mm-hmm. now we're on the opposite end of the scale with these little things. Why why can't there be little things like this if there are giants? Why can't there be gremlins? It reminds me of the Twilight Zone, the movie. Remember yeah, the, the plane? airplane right. wing? William Dude Shatner. Always sticks with me for yeah. my life. There's. Right. <laughs> hmm. Maybe maybe it's just uh, one of those Benjamin Button cases. Oh, man. 
<laughs> it also reminds me did you ever see Trilogy for Terror he's got to find the womb is that where he's like he's a race to the womb <laughs> so he's jump back in they're always on the run Trilo- <laughs> both, both of them are on the run by the way that, that could be plausible by the why way. are they running have you ever seen a Trilogy of Terror it's like three weird stories there's one where it's like something like this is in it too reminds me of that of a small little creature that's yeah. caused havoc yeah Naked. it's like the kachina doll turns into it or something what mm. if it's just a shaved monkey oh man <laughs> but it looks like it, it has like elongated head <laughs> yeah it's, it looks like those uh d- the ski the ski j- the ski jump helmets right oh, yeah, 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 right yeah that's it does kind of look like he has one of those things yeah on. absolutely yeah Dude, what if those are those little aliens people say they see like that's on the saying. ship well the thing about this one picture i mean like the reflection is in the car <laughs> if you look at the car door <laughs> the back of this thing is there right i mean that's like you know talk about cgi i mean that is some serious photoshopping right there right i, I mean the reflection in the door looks legit from this creature that's running down this little parking lot dude and the shadow there i mean <laughs> on the tile the shadow looks good too even, uh, even on the other uh pictures this, this is thing perplexing is you guys need to head on over to our facebook page and click on this yeah. because uh it's man records small alien creature parking lot <laughs> <Right>. in mexico <laughs> Click on it and look at it because you're going to be like, whoa, dude, they might actually, you know. I hope they have Walmart in Mexico. I guarantee that was in a Walmart parking lot. (laughs) (laughs) It looks like it's an underground (laughs) parking lot. I guess Walmart could afford that. Yeah. Are there any comments on this story? (laughs) No. No one's left any. This is from, uh, well, the the link that I have is bestusanews.com. That's the one I'm on because I just went to our page. Right. Because I was too lazy to Google it. Well, Google it and see what else pops up. See if there's another story about them because you know again you know all these weirdnesses come out from south of the border man we don't get these kind of stories from oregon you know <laughs> we, just, we just don't that does, that's not you know, they got sam squanch to worry about that's, that's not how it works yeah exactly which go ahead and go ahead and find that real quick i'm working on it best usa I- news is what you were looking at uh, yeah, but then I just uh, looked up a uh, creature and parking structure in Mexico. So let's see, we've got freaklore.com. Um, <laughs> okay, oh no, that's a chasing off, uh, New York Post. I got excited, but it's just, you know, Mexican official chasing off parking lot, chased off parking lot, threatened with arrest. Hmm. So nothing else? So no, else just there? this other one. Right on. All right. Well, you know. But you know, an octopus did appear in a flooded parking garage in Miami. <laughs> an octi- an octopus that's showed up. What it says at a parking garage in Miami. In a flooded parking garage in Miami. But that's legit. I mean, you can right. you can see that. I mean. <laughs> wow, I get you know three bodies found in condo parking lot in Mexico resort town. Like that's when I googled that. Right. Like, All right. Let's let's anyway. take a break here. Let's take a song. We'll come back <laughs> and we'll have Greg, Greg Ken on the phone with us here. So we're gonna come back here. I got the Doors, and yeah. we talk about you had a little story about the Doors. You were looking into one of their stories, and uh, of course we talked about the moon and the in the eclipse last week. So might as well take a little moonlight drive with them here on Aliens with Gas Man and the Doors Moonlight Drive here. Love the doors. Uh, you know, like 
I, we've already played like two of their songs already, <laughs> so they, they seem to have a lot of uh, mystique into their lyrics yeah. and their words and stuff, and uh, so we like to play them right here on the Extraterrestrial Rock Show. That's what we do here on this show, is like to mix in a little bit of the music as well as the you know UFO talk and, and the little gremlin talk that we just talked about. So <laughs> uh, let's bring in our guest. He's on the phone right now from San Jose, and man, if you don't, I mean, look, he's got some, some of the biggest hits from the early 80s. Uh, we already played one of them on the program, and... I mean, the Greg Kinn band is the band. He is Greg Kinn. He has Jeopardy. He's got the breakup song. He was a DJ in San Jose for 16 years. He's got a new album out called Rekindle, and he's a big alien buff, and he's on the phone with us right now. Greg, welcome to the program. Hey, thanks for having me, man. This is a, this is a lot of fun. Well, I, well I'm glad you uh, were able to come on the show. I'm, you know, cause sometimes when you bring up the, the topic of aliens, it's a little bit of a sensitive issue. And some people might look at you and yeah, say... you know, I, I can see that. I can see where people are a little snake bit. But look, let, let's talk about the possibility of alien life in the universe. You know, we're not just talking about our galaxy, but there are billions of galaxies and billions of stars in, in every galaxy. So in an infinite universe, how could there not be other civilizations? Exactly. How could, how, it's, not, it's, it's not mathematically feasible. There has to be others. Even if it's one in 10 or 100 billion. Geez, when you're dealing with infinite numbers, that's that's, you know... Hey, that's right down the street. Yeah, so do you think that people can't comprehend that? Is that what it is? They just don't want to accept that? Well, you know, I, I've been reading a lot about time lately. I think that uh, what, what's really going to happen here, physicists are going to start unlocking the, the, uh, the secrets of time. In other words, you know, there are ways to slow time down, for instance, time passes uh, a little bit swifter at the uh, at, at the uh, top of Mount Everest than, like uh, you know, at sea level. So you know, it's only like a you know one billionth of a, a second, but it's there. And if you you know you total up the the entire uh, you know the history of mankind, I mean, geez. This this planet has been around for a long time, and man has only been trod, you know, what, a couple of thousand years. And how could, how, it's just not possible that we would not have been visited by alien civilizations. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Or created by them. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I look, uh, that's my pet theory, and I know that it's not really a PC thing to say, but yes, I really feel that like the, our DNA has been, you know, jiggled with by aliens maybe millennium, you know, a couple of thousand years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, something happened to mankind, and one, you know, was going. We went from being, uh, you know, cavemen, and like in a couple of generations, we, you know, we were using tools and. And mankind made a tremendous leap advance, and then there were, and then it was the pyramids, and that was thousands of years before Christ. So it's unbelievable to me. Uh, the the evidence is, is uh, overwhelming that there is life now. Whether or not you know, kind of like uh, the Prime Directive uh, on Star Trek, whether or not they would ever dare to pollute our 
our you know world with their presence i think that they i think it would behoove the aliens to just try to keep keep it under hat at least for the time being and that you know in in this world how many you know like there's a million uh cell phones out there and cameras and, and stuff you you think at some point there'd be a preponderance of you know very good evidence well you know and we we talk about that and we like we said, are you going to get the evidence from the government, or is the latest breaking news going to be from a YouTube video? You know, are we? Are, are yeah. We, hey, listen, I I, I don't uh, trust the government as far as I can tell. <laughs> so. Well, you're right at home with us right here. <laughs> right, up, down, everything. I just don't like any of them. But I'll tell you the truth. I think that the truth is. Just, I sound like a cliche. The truth is out there, <laughs> and you're right. It's it's buried, and you've got to go find it. Um, you know, it was interesting that uh, the solar eclipse that just took place a couple of days ago, uh, the last time that happened was like in 1899, I think. Right. Well, where it was and like covered that to, many people. Yeah, just, just to show you where we've been since then, that was when Einstein proved his theory of relativity during the eclipse when he took a million pictures uh, during the eclipse and he found that light was bent by gravity and it, it proved the, uh, the relativity theory. And so, you know, and that was only a hundred years ago. Look where we, now we got our artificial intelligence. My God, it, the, the future is unbelievable. Yeah, but I almost sometimes think we have uh, too much technology for our own good to handle at this point. Hey, listen, man, I'm with you 100%. I am, I am, I don't want, hey, this is really an un-PC thing to say, but I really hate my computer. <laughs> I really hate the damn thing. It used to be fun. Four or five years ago, I'd go surfing around here and checking things out. Now it's a bummer. I don't want to go look anywhere. Right? It's you know, true. It's, just, it's, just, it's horrible. So, uh, you know, I go days and days without checking my email i am tar i'm terrible but that you know to me uh, privacy is uh, almost extinct and you know we've got to we've got to fight for what we've got left you know because at some point big brother's going to take over everything you know think about this we're, we're the last generation to be able to get in a car and go wherever we want you know, right. 10, 20 years from now, you'll file a flight plan. you got to get permission <laughs> to go to work. And then the car will drive itself there. Right. And, uh, and it'll all be controlled by Big Brother. And the, you know, it's, it's true, right. And it scares me. It's going to be like, you know, with those, instead of the people movers in Disneyland, it'll be just the cars. You don't even need a car. Just pop in some kind of pod, <laughs> and then it'll just take you wherever you need to go. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and that's a real good way for them to keep track of where you are all the time. That's right. Like, you right. know, you got to be looking over your shoulder all the time because these guys, I mean, they're shameless. <laughs> they really are. They'll, they'll, they'll track you down on your smartphones and your, and your computers and stuff. You know, I, I, I like to go on the computer and I like to write. I'm a writer and I love writing, but I just gotten to the point where I hate surfing and I just I just don't like it anymore 
I got to tell you a real story, a true story that happened to me because I knew we were going to be on the show talking about aliens. <laughs> yes. And I have a true story that has haunted me my entire life. Hmm. Oh, wow. When, when I was about 10 or 11 years old, still in elementary school, and I was, I was growing up in Baltimore, Maryland, and, you know, the weather was it was very balmy at night. I mean, a lot of times we'd camp out in the backyard. And I had a sleepover. One of my buddies, Vinny Vineyard, came over. And uh, the, 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 it had rained earlier in the day, and the ground was kind of moist. So we set our sleeping bags up on a, on a porch. Actually, it was like a tar and gravel roof, but there was a four-foot wrought iron railing around it so you wouldn't walk off the edge and you know it was i guess it was a porch i i don't know but anyway we were out there in our sleeping bags me and Vinny, looking at the stars it was one of those real quiet nights and the cicadas were singing and i remember exactly what happened i remember every nuance of it we were walking, we were uh, laying in our sleeping bags on our backs, looking at this cosmos. And right over the top of my house, uh, over the third story of my house, was an old, old style slate roof that they used to have in Baltimore. And I, a, 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 a six foot luminous disc flew over my house. And it came right down on where me and Vinny Vineyard was. We were laying there, and there was two. There was one. There was one for each of us. I remember like this, like it was yesterday. And it was completely silent. The, the, it was almost like a, a flashlight. You know, it was it moved at the speed of light. Completely silent, and it came down right an inch from our noses Whoa. as we were laying on our backs. And I remember that because when they left, they had to go up a couple of inches to clear that wrought iron thing. So me and Vinny freaked out. We absolutely freaked out. We didn't say a word, ran into the house, shivering and crazy, trying to tell my mother what we saw. I don't think anybody believed us. But I've relived it a thousand times over the years. And I've always looked out at the nighttime sky expecting them to come back at some point. Wow. But I, you know, I, in all of my things, I never heard of a little flying saucer, a six foot flying saucer, a luminous disc, absolutely quiet. I've never, you know, you read all the saucer lore, I've never heard of a, one of those. And. Could it be that to 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 shrink something down is to defy light so that you can go faster than light? I don't know. And here's another thing. I don't know if they did anything to us because for a second, we, this thing was like an inch from our noses and I don't, you know, time stood still. You know, were we abducted? I don't know. Um, I've talked to Vinny Vineyard many times since then. Uh, he's a uh, he's a, he, uh, he's a uh, 
an emergency medical guy, a first responder. So, you know, he, we talk to each other every once in a while, exactly the same uh, memory. And uh, to this day, I think about that, and I wonder what it was. What was it? It was a six-foot-in-diameter six flying saucer of luminous, absolutely quiet, moving effortlessly through the sky, and it just came down right right on top of us. And we freaked out. I mean, I know that they had to raise up a little bit to go over, and then they went up my the rest of my street in the... Uh, in the direction of Memorial Stadium, which was a couple of blocks from my mom's house. But I'll never forget that. And I, you know, I think about it all the time. I've, I've waited for them to come back. They never came back. What, what, what happened to me? I do not know. But boy, I, I, it's the most vivid, my most vivid memory of, be, of a kid, my being a kid. That's amazing. Well, and maybe a lot of them are that size. It's just no one remembers them getting that close to them like you, or it's those crop circle ones. Like people have seen like yeah. smaller little orby type things, yes. but they're not like close to it. So how do they really know what size it is? Whereas you have this experience yeah. where it's like on your face. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know what? It made me think that maybe size or being able to shrink down beings and machinery might be one of the keys to faster than light travel you know in other words it's you got a lot less to project there it's a it's only a six foot diameter uh disc mathematically it makes sense but they also could be drones from a bigger ship you know they could be out scouts to check things out so let me ask you you know I, i i don't tell a lot of people about this because people think i'm nuts but I, I'm telling you, it's the most vivid memory of my youth, and I'm really glad that I got finally got it off my chest to people <laughs> awesome. that understand what I'm talking about. Absolutely, yeah. man. I mean, thank you for sharing that story with us. Greg Kinn is with us and uh, telling us. I mean, that's just an incredible story. Let me ask you about the discs themselves. Where did you notice how thick they were, or were they just you just saw the the light only? They they seem to be very thin. They seem to be like maybe an inch or two thick uh, and completely luminescent, no markings, no nothing. And uh, uh, they, like I said, they moved at the speed of light. They just, you know, they just, right. they were gone. Almost, yeah, it was almost unbelievable. Like fireflies almost. Yeah. What was the... Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. What color was it? Was it white? Was it yellow? Was it a special color? White, white. It was luminescent white. And, uh, yeah, you know, my first idea, when, when, I, when it first came over the rooftop, I thought, somebody's on the other side of the house throwing a big turkey platter like a disc. And I thought, no, that can't be it. Because, right. first of all, they'd have to be standing on a slate roof. That's impossible. And, uh it just, you know, it was crazy. That's I mean, you know, I, I thought of every conceivable idea. You know, the drone idea certainly certainly fits the pattern. But, uh, you know, a lot of people have private stories. And I think a lot of times people are reticent to, to say, you know, they don't want people to think they're nuts. But look, I, I, as I said before, I think it's 
mathematically impossible to not have more civilizations, especially in the universe. The universe is infinite. Right. If it's one in a hundred billion, well, there's there's probably a billion of those. Well, you know, it's it's and it's also funny you mentioned you know as far as you know, coming out and telling the story, and which we completely appreciate. You know, we just read a story a couple weeks ago. Uh, Yafet Kodo, the actor, um, came out basically talking about his UFO experience. You know, and saying that yeah. he's got no reason to lie. I mean, why would he? As he's already accomplished what he's accomplished, what's the point? So he's coming out saying this really happened. And, uh, and oh, it's, yeah. it's important to, to, I'm sure it probably feels good to get it yeah, off your chest. You know, as more people step forward, I think it's, uh, it's going to be impossible to, to, uh, you know, to, to, to disinf, you know, to completely blow off everything. You know what I mean? Right. I can see if one out of a hundred was legit. Still, one out of a hundred, that means there's there are hundreds of thousands of them out right. there. Right. Right, exactly. Right. I mean, this, I mean, they're even and, saying there's, uh, you know, and you know, I, 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 I look at my life. You know, I don't know if this, you know, affected me. Obviously, I was born to be a musician, and I always wanted to be one. And uh, you know, I started at an early age, <clears throat> but at the same time, uh, you know, I, I, I just, I, I, I was very. Uh, I lived life. In other words, you know, my life had taken all kinds of twists and turns. You know, I was a rock star. Uh, I got a you know, Weird Al parodied me. That's, that's a major deal. <laughs> Kevin has a question uh, about uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then we had, the, you know, the big MTV uh, Jeopardy years. Right. Uh, you know, and then we had, you know, we had some real big hit records. Um, and then I got into radio, and suddenly I was getting up at 4 a.m. to do the morning show on KFOX. You know how that is. <laughs> yep. You can't live, you don't have a life when right. you're getting up at 4. Yep. And <laughs> I got it now, man. <laughs> when, I, when I signed up, it was just a little mom and pop station in San Jose. Now it's a huge station in San Francisco. Uh, with a penthouse suite with about a dozen other stations. And, uh, you know, was, ironically, I got fired uh, the same week that I was inducted into the Bay Area Radio Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. That's just the way life is, isn't it? That's a, that's a yin and yang right in one, man. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Well, you know what? I tell you, I, I a lot of my friends, and you know, I had some really uh, intelligent friends. Guy Kawasaki, by the way, I don't know if you know who Guy is. He's a Apple fellow, a kind of an evangelist for a lot of uh, technology, and you know, he's all he's got his finger on the pulse of everything. And he said, "Man, you're going to look back on that day. It was a Thursday, I think, and you're going to look back on that day as." the beginning of the next part of your life, you know, because suddenly I had time on my hands, you know, and the first thing we did was reform the band, run in the studio, we cut and rekindled, which really it was the easiest album I'd ever done because we just, you know, we were rehearsing in the same studio that we were recording in, it was Soundtech Studios in Campbell, California, and it's owned by my bass player, 
Robert Barry. So, you know, we go maybe twice a week and kick around song ideas. And the cool thing is, if we come up with something really cool, we can record it right then and there. Yeah, that's right. very Everything's nice. Everything's free mic. Yeah, and that really, that, that made it a lot fun, uh, a lot easier. Uh, but, you know, I've known from my, you know, all of this stuff is, is I think, somehow connected. You know, I had this whole long musician's career. I had, I had this long uh, radio career. I had a, a, an ongoing literary career, which I'm working on now. So it's. I feel like this really is the beginning. You know what I mean? Rather than kind of closing the the, the book on uh, K Fox, really, it really it kicked open a lot of doors, and we're already three songs into the next album, if you can believe that. That's great, man. Awesome. That is cool. We have Greg Kinn on the phone with us, and uh, you can find him online, gregkin.com, K-I-H-N, and uh, follow along. You can uh, check out the videos. Uh, you got a video for Big Pink Flamingos. That's the one off the album. I was, oh, I love that one. I, I love <laughs> that one. I, was, I listened to the album, and it's really cool. It's, I don't know where, you know, our, the, I don't know where they found those chicks, you know, the big <laughs> hair girl. I don't know. I, I don't know them, and I know that it was the uh, the camera crew that they were down in L.A. I don't know where they, but they it just fit perfectly. You know, it's a little. Yeah, it's you know, I mean, it's it's a little goofy. You know, there's something well, it's, quite not quite right there. It seems like but I really loved it. You know, and making videos now. Uh, you know, obviously, we had a whole bunch of really uh, concept videos and we were one of the first uh, bands to do a concept video with uh, with uh, Jeopardy and that was kind of like a Night of the Living Dead thing and that was you know that was really it got a ton of airplay because it was the only one like it right uh, shortly thereafter I think Thriller came out with Michael Jackson and suddenly uh, concept videos were everywhere but we were among the first and uh, uh, MTV responded by playing by playing the, the heck out of it. I know they played it. <laughs> I know they did. I, I, so couldn't, it's you couldn't escape it. <laughs> I remember. I remember where I was and what I was doing when I found out that uh, Jeopardy got to number one. Now let let me. This is the proviso. It didn't get number one in Billboard. It got to number two. Billy Jean by. Uh, Michael. by uh, Michael Jackson came beat out my Jeopardy for the number one spot. But it was number one in Cashbox, and it was number one in Radio and Records. You know, it was, it was number one in enough places where I can feel good about saying, yeah, it was number one. Hell yeah, man. Awesome. <laughs> and if it's number two to Michael but, Jackson. Know, I, we, were, we, we were in a tour bus. We were opening for Journey. And we did a long, like, 10-month tour opening for Journey in some of the biggest arenas in the land, like, you know, Madison Square Garden-sized places. And so we're playing to 20,000 people a night. And it was a real, and, you know, it was, it was a real education to how to play it in those kinds of giant venues. But, you know, we, we, uh, we enjoyed it. It was fun. You know, I look back on it now, and I, you know, uh, we, we have fond memories uh, you know, it's kind of like going to summer camp, you know? <laughs> I bet it is, man. So I, I have to ask you a question, though, about the parody of Weird Al, because <laughs> you are in it. Now, are you the first artist to be in one of his parodies? 
I believe I am. Yes, wow. I believe I am. And by the way, Weird Al is a great guy. And he called me up. You know, he has to get permission to do a parody. So he called me up one day. I think we were on the road with Journey. And he says, I got this great idea for a Jeopardy parody. And he sang it over the phone to me. <laughs> I lost one Jeopardy. I said, Al, that's brilliant. That is absolutely, that's even better than my original. I love it. <laughs> so they went, they went ahead and cut it. And uh, and then we did the uh, video on that. That was a lot of fun. I got to meet Don Pardo. Right. <laughs> Let me tell you what you didn't win. <laughs> you brought fame and shame to your family. That was a great, was a great I, day. Even uh, Dr. Demento was in that video, too. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, he was in that too. Yeah, and, you know, the, the, the good doctor was, would occasionally pop in, and, you know, he was a big supporter of Weird Al. Right. And I got to tell you, man, I was very flattered that, that he parodied me because that meant that I was well known enough to do that. You right, know? right, exactly. That's, that's, yeah, that's why it's an honor, I would say, to have a song parodied after you for sure. Um, but oh, you have, yeah, everybody was jealous. All my friends, <laughs> and Huey Lewis, and the Doobie Brothers, and all these guys, Steve Miller. Hey, he didn't do me. He does you, but he doesn't do me. I said, well, you just didn't come up with the right idea. <laughs> exactly. Awesome. So, but Greg Kinn, he was on the phone with us here. He does have a new album out. Rekindled is the name of the album. And you, you do have a song on here. I want to play as we uh, as we go out. But... Um, it's called Brain Police. Now, I mean, normally, the, oh. okay. So, but the album I was listening to it. It's it's very it's very positive. I really dig it, man. It's got some great grooves and it's it's got a good message on some of the songs there. So here's one that's a little bit different than the other ones. I love this song, and this was the you know my original drummer from the Greg Kinn band in the very beginning was a guy named Larry Lynch. He was one of the original four guys. And he came in and played drums on that, and it, you know he just has a a, a feel for the drums. It just it, it worked great, and you know that was an idea that I I had the idea, and I remember writing the the lyrics the night before, and then we went down to the the rehearsal studio, and we were kicking around the song, and it sounded really it sounded good. And then I came up with that falsetto thing. It was like, you know, I was like, whoa, where did this Frankie Valley makes an appearance out of there? Uh, it, it definitely and stood it was a lot of fun, you know. And that I got to say, uh, of all the songs on the album, there's a couple that stand out to me that were the most fun. Uh, definitely Brain Police, uh, Pink Flamingos, The Life I Got. They all, you know, and they call it, it they call it Rekindled. As in, I hope this rekindles my career. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Well, you do have some great tunes on it, and we will go out with Brain Police, too. And I, I really dig it. The, me the message is interesting because it's kind of how we were talking earlier a little bit about Big Brother and what have you. It's, it's a little bit about that, is it not? Yep, it is, and that is exactly what it's about, you know? Jeez, uh, when we were kids... <laughs> And it was it was a different country. I, I you know it seems like Big Brother almost daily get, gets another inroad somewhere. Right. And, you know, where where what can you do? How can you really in this world? How can one guy make a difference? I don't know. I'll figure it out and I'll tell you. But I don't think it's <laughs> easy. 
Well, I think it's just keep preaching what we're what yeah. we're preaching, and hopefully people will pick up on it, man. That's got to do one small thing a day, man. That's what we try to do on yeah. this show. We want we hopefully relate to people. Oh yeah, I really love talking to aliens with you guys. <laughs> you know, like, awesome. Well, let's uh, let's plan it again, man. You have to do a tour and come out to Phoenix for this album. Maybe sometime when it a little, gets a little cooler. You know, uh, uh, ironically, um, we were looking at some gigs in that part of the country. We just finished a whole big tour of really the, the contiguous, the contiguous uh, USA. Uh, we played all over the place, and then it just came to an end last last week you know it's really weird this is the first weekend that i haven't got you know got on uh got on a plane and and went some godforsaken place and played (laughs) but we really had you know even though my my son is now the lead guitar player in the band that's a gas oh right on very cool Cool. You know, he was a former student of Joe Satriani, another oh, cool. alumni of the nice. King wow. Band. Right on. I almost played and the Joe Satriani. And then Rye, my son Rye, went to uh, Berkeley School of Music in Boston, and then Cal Arts in uh, L.A., and he graduated a jazz guitar major. Oh, right and his on. kid didn't really play. Nice, man. <laughs> nice. Very cool. Well, yeah. we, we will look forward to that show when it comes here. Because I know it will pretty soon. Yeah, we're <laughs> looking at some stuff right now, and I, I really hope we can make it out there. Dude, yeah, we come out here, man. You sit, in, you'll sit in with us for for the show, man. We totally dig on that. I would love that. Yeah, man. For that, sure. you're, you're my kind of guys, and I love the conversation. Well, we did too, man. Well, thanks for sharing your story. We do appreciate it, and yeah, and uh, we'll uh, we'll have to catch up when you're when you're in town again. Let's let's make it a date. <laughs> All right. You got Woo. it. Greg Ken hanging out with us. We do appreciate your time. Let's play Brain Police from his latest album, Rekindled. It's right here on the Extraterrestrial Rock Show. Aliens. With gas. Man. And that is Greg Ken, the Greg Ken band from Rekindled, Brain Police. I like that. It's yeah. got a really cool, th- it's got a good thunder, thunder beat to it, you know, kind of keeps you going and kind of has that old style feel to it as well. I really dig that tune. All right, well, we have a few minutes before we get out of here on this episode. Thank you to Greg Kinn for calling in and sharing that story with us. Uh, something, uh, you know, I'm sure took yeah. a lot to tell, you know. I wow, mean, it was awesome. Yeah. I think more people should do that because I know there's got to be a lot of stories out there, you know. Well, I think, right, when somebody comes out and says it, then it might inspire others to come out and say it, too. So, the Extraterrestrial Rock Show right here listening to us on the VoiceAmerica.com Variety Channel every Saturday starting at 4 p.m. under the guise of going global with Gas Man. <laughs> and then the show gets aired on Sunday night in Phoenix, Arizona. And then the following week, it'll get aired on radio in Morro Bay, California, 97.3 The Rock. And then the following week after that, we're going to be on KOWS in Sonoma County, Occidental, California, as uh, each show gets three radio plays in a row. That's how, that's how we're rolling it out. Until we start adding more stations, we'll figure something out. So that's how we're playing mm-hmm. this game. So we have some news uh, to yeah, report. It's sad. Uh, the UFO community lost a great author this week, uh, Jim Mars, who like super big, you know, you go to like the conferences and talk and, you know, he's author of many, many books. Right. But yeah, he's gone. That's too bad. Yep. So a lot of people are, you know, sad How old about was he, that. do you know? Um, 
he wasn't that old. 43. He was born in 43. Yeah. Unless he was in the 70s. Yeah. yeah. He had 70s. a heart attack. Oh, well. It's a bummer, dudes. Well, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's life. Yeah. It's, what, it's what happens. Um, other news of the week, uh, the eclipse came into town. Dude, that was awesome. It was pretty cool. I saw it. I did. Even though I bitched about <laughs> it last week of not he being, did. Give, caring anything about it. You should have seen the text messages I got from Kevin about <laughs> who cares about <laughs> the eclipse <laughs> with more explicit language. Oh, come on. And, uh, you know. No, but I saw it. You know, we got yeah. to see, you know, half of the, I guess what we had, 63% coverage. I think, yeah, I had like solar binoculars. Thanks to oh, my really? mother-in-law. Oh, that's right. Awesome. Thanks, Marsha. Oh, that's very um, cool. And, dude, you can see the suns. I meant to bring them to today so we could look at the sun after the show but um there you could see the sunspots and it was really cool when the moon was like you know in a big portion there was like this extra weird little like the light bending thing Mm -hmm. that um greg just mentioned about the eclipse like you i could see it like it's this weird little like you know looks like blitz yeah i'm waiting for the i'm waiting for the eclipse when the sun becomes between us and the moon (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> When's that eclipse? Oh, man. <laughs> it's a shadow casting. Toasty. That's, you know. <laughs> that means you're dead. <laughs> Is that what happens? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, was gonna, I, I was thinking of a Chuck Norris uh. meme, by the way. I was thinking of when... When the sun looks at Chuck Norris, the sun puts on sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> He's pretty cool, man. That's <laughs> <laughs> well, probably been done, though. I, I don't know. Yeah. All right. uh, so I saw the story online. It's, it says, it rains solid diamonds... On Uranus and Neptune. (laughs) 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 This is from the Washington. This is from the Washington Post. Solid (laughs) diamonds. That's what it says. Yeah. Wow. Right. How we know, I don't know, but I guess it's one of those things that uh, they just estimated that happens. So. Squishing, well, which means that like science, like you need to know, like all the you know, what different elements and molecules are in the atmosphere to make it rain diamonds, dude. Nothing lives there, right? That's what's weird about that. (laughs) Wouldn't the planet be shinier though? I'm saying, if Mm. there's diamonds laying all over it, dude, I am Neptune. I'm an icy <laughs> gas giant <laughs> I'm the farthest planet from the sun I love the sun <laughs> I have many storms <laughs> I am Neptune They have like no reason to rhyme in this song either That's what's sad about that <laughs> I am Uranus <laughs> <laughs> I'm an icy gas giant Love that pronunciation I know, right? <laughs> or did they like did a couple takes, you know? No, not Uranus. Uranus. Oh my gosh. All my friends who know me, I'm so immature about this. Like every time. I'm surprised I just stopped laughing this quickly. Usually oh, it lasts much longer. I'll tell you what, we we have no idea. Who's coming in next week? Do we know even yet? Um next week is uh what what's the date next week? Like the second <laughs> it's the or second, something? Yeah, it's the second. Um, I don't know, but on the ninth, they think we're going to get uh, Mark O'Connell, who uh, wrote that book about uh, the research of Alan Hynek. Oh, right on. Very Which cool. is the movie um, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Okay. It's kind of based on some of that, apparently. So. Oh, very cool. To look into it a little more, but um, his book seemed to be gaining controversy, and a lot of people liked it, so... I'm excited to talk to him about that. Right on. Because, you know. Well, we like the guests. Yeah. And I believe next week 
We're also going to get a uh, special guest joining us, which I'm really excited about. Another musician. Nice. Who worked with Johnny Winters. Oh, yeah. Or Johnny Winter, I should say. Very so, cool. Yeah, yeah. So I'm really excited uh, to have that. So we're really going to get going with these. Thanks again for listening to the preceding so, program. Guys, Brought to you on everyone. the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaVariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Life is complicated and sometimes we all need a little help, but don't have the time for a full hour-long session or don't know who to turn to. That's where BetterHelp comes into play. With BetterHelp, I can get matched with one of over 2,500 licensed and approved counselors and therapists and get help anytime, anywhere, totally private. For a flat weekly fee starting at $35, I can connect with my counselor via text, chat, video conference, or phone, which is great for me because I'm always on the go. And I can go back to previous sessions whenever I want through my secure account from anywhere in the world. It's a great feeling to know that help is there, affordable, private, and convenient to my schedule. We all can use a little help. Help. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash VA Health and register for free. You can try it for seven days without being charged on your credit card and get matched with a licensed counselor usually within 24 hours. Get BetterHelp today at BetterHelp.com forward slash VA Health. 